Good afternoon, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are the Internet's okayest podcast about movies. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. I'm on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Uh, uh, Anthony is at the coast celebrating his anniversary today, and Ezra is nice. off this week. So uh, I have a, a wonderful panel assembled in the closed lounge at Helium Comedy Club <laughs> in Portland, Oregon. First up, at Whitney Street on Twitter. Please welcome back Whitney Street. We're supposed to do the quote? If you can. So much for true love. <laughs> I'm so excited about this movie. Did you... It just seemed, sometimes people uh, relate a lot to villains in Disney movies. Like, I feel like I'm mostly Scar. Did you <laughs> find... I don't know that I relate specifically to Ursula, but I do deeply admire her as as a villain and as a as a person, as a business person, <laughs> and as an octopus person. <laughs> uh, also joining us, uh, visiting from Los Angeles, where he lives now, he's at Curtis underscore Cook on Twitter, uh, right for the Jim Jeffrey shows. Mr. Curtis Cook, Daddy, no. <laughs> But daddy, I love him. <laughs> I really love her delivery on that line. That's like one of my favorite uh, parts of the movie is when she goes, but daddy, I love him. I love him. I spoke with him briefly for 10 seconds when he was passed out. I love him. But daddy, he has a nice chest and is nice to dogs. I know what love is. And dogs. How does she know what a dog is? That's a good point. Uh, so this is episode number 456 of the program. We've now, oh, I guess this is another, this is our one, two, three, four. This is our fifth consecutive number number podcast we did 12 123 234 345 and now 456 are you speaking real words oh i get it that took me a really Four, long five, time six. <laughs> you were beha- on behalf of the audience this who was not code. following yeah it's all the numbers are in order um and it won't happen again for another hundred and something podcast so Ooh. really enjoy this one you guys <laughs> speaking of combinations that i wouldn't have thought that i would enjoy but i do this week we're talking about the little mermaid the 1989 animated Disney film. Not the 2018 live action Netflix <laughs> original. Oh my God. Unrelated. Not not the same. Because Disney is making a live action of mm-hmm. this story. That one is like a journalist finds a mermaid in a shed. It's so weird. In Mississippi? That's like, <laughs> not where they are. <laughs> I watched the preview because I was very intrigued after you told us that that was not what we were going to. That was we almost watched it. So no, we, yeah, we're watching the animated film based on the Danish fairy tale by Hans Christian Andersen. Uh, and we're doing this because it is the end of wet month. We got wet. We stayed wet. It was a great mo- oh. wet month. Thank you, everybody. Tra- I've been trying to figure out the pun, and that's not even Was I in not town for wet month last year? You might have. What did you watch? Baywatch. Oh, yeah. That was, oh, the new we one with The Rock. Yeah. yeah. Did you Baywatch uh, also? Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> Mazel tov. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> Good to be back for wet month. Splash to you guys. Um <laughs> Yeah, this is the end of another great wet month, and it's been wonderful. And we're gonna we have a uh, sponsor timber coming up. Not all, not a pun really, just sponsors, and yeah. it's September. Um, it's at least an effort. Yeah, wet month is an, an effort to you. <laughs> no, <laughs> wet month came August. Bef- what August? <laughs> I don't know, I can't. Wet month came before the pun names. The wet month has been oh. around the, one of the longest themed months we've wow. had. I okay. think wet month came first, and then the October, and then we were off to the races. I see. Um, it's a good history. Yeah, it's good to remind people because no one knows why any of this is happening. I have a deep respect for your listeners for, <laughs> for sticking, sticking it out. <laughs> one thing we learned we learned last week is a bunch of people listen to the show to help them fall asleep, which I I don't find complimentary. So we just gotta get the zingers in at the top. Yeah, you do the and then let's and we just just chill by the end. We'll just really get in it's nice to and be easy. Start screaming, wake up towards the end. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Oh, God, there's a fire. 
get everybody and get out of bed. But Daddy, I love him. Anyway, um, so, What's a fire? So this is uh, uh, the end of Wet Month. The next month we have sponsors. If you and uh, The topic, as with all the topics in Wet Month, was voted for by our Meat Buddies. You can become a Meat Buddy and vote on topics. We're going to redistribute become slash Meat Buddies. And we appreciate everybody who supports the show. All right. So as we always do, as you guys are familiar, we're going to start out with... Um, I'm going to summarize the film. Can't figure out my Yeah, I know. You put on your hoodie and then two it's seconds really later. Me. We are right under a vent, so it's going to get yeah, cold. Yeah, I have the wrong layer. I, I should have a shirt and not a hoodie. That's what's happening. Yeah, you need a middle layer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Excuse me, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> all, everyone's all caught up. This should really be a video <laughs> podcast, so you'd understand that she'd taken her hoodie off. Yeah. And off. Anyway. Uh, they! They, sorry. Uh, um, do you always sing it, though? <laughs> Because that's my rad. pronouns are all always sung. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> it does help to remember. It al- and also it like makes it more fun. It's it like does. well, I'm embarrassed, but also now what a good time we're having. <laughs> now we got jazz. Hands now we got going. show tunes. Like. I'm so sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, so I'm gonna summarize the Little Mermaid for you guys. Please jump in, make corrections, make sure I got all the things that you want to talk about in here. Ariel. Ariel. <laughs> is a little mermaid and uh, not a full grown one. She's about 16 and she lives with her dad, King Triton, who rules all the mer people and all, or the whole ocean. I'm not sure what his whole. It seems like he commands the powers of the ocean. Yeah. He, but he doesn't like, yes. use them at any point except to ruin his daughter's life. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like his most that power the end, he does. And then at the end he uses them to make her not a mermaid anymore. Oh yeah. And he could just do that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He yeah. could have been like, I'll send you on a study abroad, see if you actually yeah. like it up there first before you sign a deal with the devil. It's a real movie about making hasty decisions. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of haste. So uh, he is in charge of a lot of stuff, and he has a, a, a grip of daughters, but the only one he cares about is Ariel. Um, she's she the has youngest. And the prettiest voice. Yes. Um, but sadly, she's a real flake. Hmm, that's going around. <laughs> and uh, She's 16. Because she's 16, which makes sense. Uh, and she's also... But also, a, it's not like she missed anything important. She just didn't show up to a recital. Yeah. To one recital. <laughs> She didn't give a shit about the recital. Nobody gave a shit about the recital. <laughs> King Titan just commands the ocean, and everybody has to watch his yeah, daughter God, sing. God, God, That's true. Recital again. The, but the conductor <laughs> crab was really into it. It was his big day. That's the passion. Who also was fun. able to just pull out a stick and make every animal around him sing, which seems more powerful than Triton. It's true. He's got a That's musical-based That's a really ocean good power. Point. Yeah, I <laughs> got more thoughts about those. The were not later. friends. They were just stranger fish that he forced into a choir. Maybe the fish are all like, we're banded together because we're still, you know, not eaten by humans. Uh, well, or and they talk about that a lot as this weird, dark undertone. Yes. Well, <laughs> uh, it's interesting. They talk about it a lot, but also not enough. We'll get to there. Um, so uh, Ariel's like a, she's like a free spirited youth, but she has this like, uh, she's interested in the soft sciences. She's a real anthropologist of humanity. <laughs> and she, she wants to go hang out where the people are, as we learn in her hopes and aspirations song. And, um, <laughs> The humans, if you aren't familiar, are they're a race of uh, uh, land mer people. So they have like the top half of a mermaid and the bottom half of and not a, a mermaid, monster. a monster. Yeah, they <laughs> An have absolute grotesque, uh, mo- uh, largely hairless legs, and they live on land. And they are bad. They're very bad. They kind of are. Yeah, I would like us to point that out. That Triton is not wrong in not this entire all. thing. No, He's like they're gonna harpoon you. That's, That's really their likely. thing. Yeah, that's kind of what we do. They eat all of your friends. <laughs> that's their favorite thing to do. <laughs> if they saw just your bottom half, they would kill you. Uh-huh. Like the top half, they're like, "Ooh, sex." But the bottom half, but dinner. then maybe also kill you <laughs> after that. You know, like it's not. They're bad. Yeah, they're so dangerous. But uh, He's not wrong. <laughs> she doesn't. Uh, Ariel doesn't know that. She wants to go hang out with them. So one day when a boat is going by. She swims up to it and spies on Eric, 
uh, a prince who is hot and is nice to dogs. Also, let's just for a moment, just within the plausibility of the film, the way that they're able to swim from the bottom of the sea to the top in a matter of seconds really keeps throwing me off. Even- they would get the bends. Maybe yeah. got- <laughs> well, no, I assume, this is a good point, I assume that she has a gas bladder somewhere underneath her uh, human breasts to I keep her from yeah. exploding when she comes to the surface. <laughs> That's fair. Well, and, okay, they're they're close to the the the, they're close the, to the shore, the shore so and they're like, close to the top of the water, but they're also an undiscovered kingdom of mer people. Uh, yeah. yeah, and the pressure, yeah. if you go more than like 100 feet down, the pressure is immense. Uh, down there as Sebastian, which makes a great joke. He's like, uh, a lot of pressure on you down here. Which is my <laughs> when does he say that? He, uh, I can't even think of that. That's upsetting me. Though. I, I don't know what exactly you're talking about. <laughs> I wrote, let's see, where did I write it down? Um, uh, I believe it was to Triton. Now I can't remember. But Sebastian does say uh, at one point, you're, un- you're under a lot of pressure down here, which is such a great joke. That is a very Just funny. a good, like, slide it in. Man. Um, yeah, really so she, she, that's true. So just hanging on the surface. Also, presumably, to live under the ocean, she must be covered, without ruining her skin, with, like, a thick yeah. mucus layer. Yeah. So when she pops up and is, like, peeking and he sees her, she'd be, like, mu- mucusing well, all over his boat. And, like, I feel like the fundamental issue that I have with this is the same that I have with Sebastian, because I looked it up, and I was like, how is Sebastian walking on the bottom of the floor, ocean floor, yeah. and then also walking around well, on land? There are crabs that live in the ocean, and there are crabs that live on land, but they're not the same type of crab. Uh, so, like, he's not, uh, he's, well, he's obviously magically established that. Yeah, he'll but, talk. Like, you know, he talks. But, like, <laughs> but he does at least, but same for Ariel. He's like, also Jamaican. They live underwater. They're there's no gills. Yeah. So how is she breathing? Yeah. How is anything? How is anything happening? I feel like in cartoon world you just have to be touching water. <laughs> yeah. Like how yeah. it's like oh I'm carrying flounder in a cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You know what I didn't remember about this? But oh, so her best friend is, is flounder, who is a fish, and he is a much bigger fish than I re- like. He gets stuck in a porthole that she swims through. Like, that's a thick fish. I don't really like (laughs) that scene for that reason. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you're gigantic, man. This flounder is wider than her shoulders. Yes, (laughs) her shoulders. Also, this is my my theory, and I can't say it's super supported by the text, but I assume that uh, Flounder is in love with her, and he's been... uh, uh, he's friend zoned pretty hard, and uh, but he is wishing. He's a thick fish. He's a thick fish. <laughs> if and you're into princes, you're not gonna go with a thick fish. Well, no, but here's, this is the, this is my thing is because she she's a mermaid, right? So like part of her is into like her top half intellectually is really into humans, but her bottom half would be turned on by a fish. So like he's probably hoping she'll go to a sea witch and get rid of that gross upper half, become all fish, and then they can mate. What, I, that's the, the, at the end, though, don't we establish that Triton can just turn anyone into anything? Yeah, 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 that's and true. And so, like, that's is true. he just, like... So this is... They don't really give us Ursula's backstory. They just establish that she's been kicked out of the kingdom. Yeah. But if he has the power to have helped all the people that went to her, why wasn't he just like, now you're skinny, and now you're strong, and now you're a person, and... I'm a benevolent uh, leader of the ocean. Interesting. He's the dude. I mean, like, you know, he's the king. He's but what a, was he? He's a king. He's not a witch. You can't go to the king and have the king solve your problems. Can't you be like, Just hey, the witches do that. The kings, help, kings help those who help themselves, Curtis. I feel like he's just not a benevolent leader. Also, like, one I think of that's that probably one guy. accurate. It's a clearly, <laughs> like, a caste system going on oh, in this yeah. society. Oh, like, yeah. Also, like, when she. Get that cast. Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> Like casting a net. Oh, like a net. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now I get it. I was thinking of the arm cast, but I appreciated it. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, It's better than it was a real. (laughs) 
is the problem when it's when my one of my regular co-hosts is not here to defend me. Not that Anthony <laughs> has ever defended me, but it just feels like I'm being ganged upon. Uh, um, anyway, that was a real good pun for you. So, <laughs> real good pun. Uh, here we are. Uh, <laughs> back in the game. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so. Oh, 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 what was I, where was it? Oh, the other thing about him being king. So he's king, uh, and then the sea witch is like, well, uh, she signed a contract legally binding. He's the king. He can decide what contract law is. What, he can't. She, like, she no. does explicitly, this is a magical contract, and it's gold, so you know he can't break it. He tries well, okay. to break it. He does. He but tries to like disintegrate it. Okay, does. but she's 16 and can't legally enter into contracts. Ooh, well, no, it's point. maritime law. <laughs> 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 That's true. That's a good point. Um, so uh, maybe it's more like a like a fish years, like dog years. You know? Like maybe she's oh, actually that's true. Like thirty-two or something. Because I was also like, why is she allowed to just marry this man? Like she's only four days older than she was. Yeah, at this the was start like, of the movie. This was the <laughs> cutest <laughs> movie about the entire ocean trying to get a underage child to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <just> like so <laughs> beautiful. It is, now, yeah. Now that you have a vagina, <laughs> you that was the thing. She stands up oh, for the first time she has a vagina, and no one's like. Huh. <laughs> Let's go. Even she's not like, what is this thing? You know, they're all real focused on the leg part. I'm like, yeah. I feel like that's not going to be the first thing you notice. <laughs> yeah. There's also a scene where she's like, like you see like her whole butt, like from the side. But like I, I was looking on YouTube after the movie because I was doing some You were Googling Ariel <laughs> side butt? Well, no. And it was just a, like a, I saw a YouTube video and the, the preview image was her bending over, getting up out of the water wow. with her butt just sticking out. And I was like, they added that that's a fake <laughs> thing that's not real and then i just watched it and it was just a scene and it's totally in there man like, i did fi- this is when she just gets out of the water the first time uh-huh. and she's naked uh naked. yeah they're all that's just great. staring up into her <laughs> <laughs> what but, is it? but they're fish they don't give a shit they're like this doesn't look like anything well, i to me. think that you were right flounder's pretty disappointed at that <laughs> 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 he wanted her to get those he wanted her to like lay a bunch of eggs for him to jerk off onto or whatever fish do um, so anyway, so she's spying on Eric because having a nice boat party, and she's instantly in love because they've never talked. And um, <laughs> a freak hurricane explodes Eric's boat and tosses him into the water, and she saves his life and sings him a nice song. Uh, and he like he is saved, and he like washes up on shore with a boner, and then she disappears. And uh, so she wants to live with him. She's in love. He wants to live with her. He's in love because of the wait, voice. She doesn't disappear so much as she gets onto a nearby rock and screams at the top of her <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, she 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 has to pose like the statue. I know, like, this, in, like yeah. how many times did she pose like that freaking yeah. statue? Like we, at least a dozen. We get it. We get it, Ariel. Rocks. Yeah, Ariel, <laughs> yeah, you're doing the statue thing again. Yeah. So uh, they, but they cannot be together. Uh, and and King Trident finds out that she's in love with a human. And is super mad, and he rages and smashes all her shit. So upset. He he's not a great dad. Um, although no, he's like, this will surely cure you of your interest in humans. Is me smashing your things. Yeah, yeah. What if he wanted? If he really wanted her to stop being interested in humans, he should have been like, oh yeah, I love humans. <laughs> Let's hang out with the humans together. And then she'd be like, I'm gonna fuck Sebastian. I'm done. <laughs> Um, but we don't know how we don't know how the mom died. I always assumed the mom I mean, died Disney from movie. humans, and he just like couldn't, and that was part of why he was so freaked out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. of the doubt, I assume I can that. his yeah. wife was ripped from him by people, and he's like, yeah. not, mm-hmm. not again, not or like my she last ran memory off, of my love. What if she ran off with a human Ooh. boy, and that's why he has that real? He's like really afraid of losing another. <laughs> 
<laughs> Another family member to human boy. Also, if she didn't change her legs into legs and she ran off, like a human boy would have to like hose her down every hour. Anyway. What if the deal strange. was that she just got legs and there is no vagina and on the wedding night everything goes terribly wrong? Eric is just like, what the hell? I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> you, you, the, or there's still whatever the fish version of a cloaca is. It's just like, <laughs> oh, this is your fish hole. I found it. He your just like walks out of the bathroom and she's just sitting there surrounded in eggs. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you want to make a thousand babies with me? Oh. No, we don't touch. You just fertilize these. I'll, I'm going to leave. I it have would take things. him so much longer than a fish person to fertilize. <laughs> He'd be jacking off for days. Being married to a fish lady is hard. Um, but she is. By the way, when he finds out she's a mermaid, there is like zero reaction. Like, oh, he's yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, of course. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. He, on his wedding day, <laughs> we're going to get this in a second, but on his wedding day, he has a series of like 100 guests on a wedding boat. And then his fi- and he's acting like a robot. His fiance explodes into a sea witch, and then um, and then gets giant and kills everything, and then is murdered. And then like two hours later, he's like, "New wedding, <laughs> like, guys! Hey. You want to do another wedding right now?" Like, and also by so the way, chill. everyone at the wedding will just now know that there's a race of mer people because suddenly it's okay for them to know. Well, at least they might not know about mer people, but they know about <laughs> octo people because the octopus lady. Well, no, but the, they all attend the wedding. All of Ariel's family is yeah. there at the end of the wedding, just oh, waving away at the boat like true. it's okay. Like well, now they're safe. Humans yeah. are not any safer now. Her family now. likes to swim. <laughs> just <laughs> like let them two swim. Days ago. <laughs> oh man! So so she wants to be with a human so bad. She wants all this horrible stuff we've described to happen. So she does the unthinkable. Ariel runs away <gasps> to Ursula, who is half octopus, half sea witch, and uh, the the witchapus. Uh, entirely sea witch, probably. Entirely see which ha- so she's like a mermaid, but instead of a fish bottom, she's an octopus bottom, which is great. It's so yeah. good. It's so it's cool. The it's so much better villain. than the alternative. <laughs> <laughs> you, mean like, you mean like hum- head human legs in an octopus <laughs> body? <laughs> we I mean, that would also be worse if it was like human legs fish top. That would be really weird. Yeah, that'd be upsetting. There's no way legs are the best part of us. <laughs> uh, but she's a cool octopus, and it also means like uh. if you sneak up on her and tap her on the shoulder, she would ink everywhere. They do that not be, use any. Oh, that might be squid. There were not enough ink gags. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love a good ink true. gag. I, like, I feel yeah. like they come in the same. There sequels. was a jaw, a jaw drop gag. Thought that was fun. There was an I'm so distracted by the song I started that I've lost the person I was. A good oh, Zazu yeah, that was gag. a good, yeah, a good Zazu gag. Oh, and lots <laughs> of like. So, uh, I, yeah. Oh, um, music is so good. Yeah, that's. Oh, that. So that you just mentioned was during the song that Sebastian does to try to convince her to stay under the sea. Mm-hmm. And it's a. Probably the best song in the movie, and oh, hard to say, but it's so good. good. But he, he's that the goodness of that song. Well, I'll say, I'll, you know, I'll do this in my comment. I'll say, it. we'll come back to that. So anyway, she, the Witchapus uh, offers <laughs> Ariel a fun bet. Basically, she's like, "I'll give you legs and take away your voice, and then can you make a prince fall in love with you?" And also, probably you can because um, apparently Eric really into bodies, not so much into uh, any other connection. He's just yeah. really into looking at a lady who blinks. Also, doesn't like they don't even try to write anything down. Or I, that always upset me. She wouldn't know how to write. No, she clearly knows how to write. She writes her name on the contract. Oh, you're like, right. You know, she, she signs it true. with E. That's you're true. right. The contract is written down. Like it's not. Wow. Like, so yeah, it's real dumb. They, she like, knows letters. She should have written effort. something down. She should just had a notebook. Maybe he her doesn't know how to read. They're on the ocean, just right in the sand. <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> and all she has to say, because he's Smooch like, smooch me. Are you the one? <laughs> Are you the one who saved me? And then she mm-hmm. can't talk. And he's like, oh, you don't have a voice. You must not be the one. And all she has to write in the, in the thing is like, 
bronchitis and then he's like oh cool so yeah. you are the one like that'd be super easy that happens to me when i snorkel like it's a very plausible thing unclear whether this bet means that if she wins she gets to have her voice back and be married to him forever or is it be mute and with him i forever? think she gets her voice back if she supposed, wins. yeah i think she's was that part of the contract theory. okay good. i think so and they, that's better than the alternative there's a lot of fine print they go back and forth on the horniness of teenagers in this movie because like she's willing to sacrifice everything to be with this guy she thinks is hot, and he is not gonna kiss her after they get pushed off of a boat. Like that was all it took for him to be like, I mean, "I'm not in the mood the anymore. Mo- I'm the moist." The moment has been ruined. I mean, look, I I have kissed people in in <laughs> in lagoons before, and it's you're covered in gross. If While you just went underwater, every animal around. in the world was singing to you. <laughs> yeah, that would not, for the record, make also, me horny. That would make me think that I was probably tripping balls. The and, like, crab something could, is going on. Those can yeah. both be true. Because the crab talked to, because I thought for a while, like, maybe right, only Ariel hear. can talk to the sea life. But then he's like, her name's Ariel. And he's like, Ariel. But he, also, he doesn't, he seems to know that Sebastian has an accent and says her name wrong every fucking time. Because he's like, Ariel, her name is Ariel. And he's like, Ariel? <laughs> the widest like, possible way to say it. That's how I'm it. doing like, it. <laughs> Uh, so she she signs the contract. She's like, I got three days to kiss this guy, and not just any kiss, true love kiss. That's something kiss they didn't really get into. True three love. days <laughs> in three days. <laughs> but like, if you like, if he just kissed her on the first day, it might have been like a like a scorching lust kiss. Doesn't count. Right. You don't get that. It needs to be a true love it's kiss. Gotta be real love. I don't know how she knows it. I, I just don't feel like that's that's fair. Yeah, not <laughs> well. This is part. I mean, so you're saying you shouldn't sign deals I'm with just, sea demons. I'm saying true love is just this deep, complex thing. You know, I <laughs> yeah, feel like yeah. I don't think a true love true kiss love is like if you get really sick, I'm gonna visit you every day and like cry over your body. Right, and I right. don't feel like you get there in three days. My my wife and I have an ongoing discussion of like what happens if somebody got honey, I shrunk the kids permanently. Like if I was four inches tall, would she still have? You to had a borrower wife. <laughs> Yeah, if I or if she became a borrower, would we stay together? <laughs> and I think well, that I probably would fall out of love eventually because she'd be too tall, too or too tiny. I'd be too too big, and I'd want her to find someone more her own size. And she finds that to be unromantic. My point is, true love is complicated. She would, That's she my point. You want you to like carry her in your pocket like her? Yeah, <laughs> like, just... yeah, yeah. This is my. <laughs> Yeah, that's what she thinks that we should agree to. I've and never I feel thought like, about that. Yeah. I've often wondered if I would rather my partner like die quickly and with a lot of questions unanswered or slowly over time. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. True love is complicated. I don't think Ariel has experienced all of these emotions with Eric. They've literally never spoken. Yeah. <laughs> Not ever once. Not even one time. I don't think... Yeah, they didn't even cover like favorite colors. Do you have any siblings? Let alone... Do I have to stay with you if you turn into a borrower? <laughs> like, there's so much more to talk about. Well, he's already seen her as a fish. It's clear he's down for pretty much whatever. That's true. <laughs> as long yeah, as she got that guy. hot voice going for her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my contention is that I think that if that were to happen, we could stay together emotionally, but we should both also see other people for our physical needs because she would be too small for me and I too big for her. If there's other like small you people. Might just need to, like, be more creative in the bedroom. Yeah. Have you no. Done? If and she I don't was, want to consider them right now, but have like you She would hug your dick and jump up and down. <laughs> <laughs> there, are other, there are tools available. I truly have no interest in talking about this any further. I <laughs> have so much interest. <laughs> it feels weirdly like a pedophilia conversation to me, no, even though it definitely is. No, she's a four-inch so tall adult like, woman. All the tiny things, a person, a tiny, no. Well, let's, so let's say Anyways. tools or whatever, maybe she could help me, but I would be powerless with her. She's too tiny. I feel like 
if there's Probably. other short people, if there's other like borrower people in this world that were created, then you can send her off to be with her we own need people. To set her down but if she's the only person, <laughs> oh my god, uh, like it's, she it's bigger than you, baby syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> She'd fucking <laughs> rattle her brains yeah. out of her skull. Would you like to hump this vibrating tree? It just seems yeah, intense. People fuck on washing machines. <laughs> that's true. That's true. See you no, walking into a six store. I'm like, I need to buy a. <laughs> this isn't for me. It's for my wife. And then she just peeks out of your pocket. <laughs> it's for it's me. For me. <laughs> I want the pink one. Can you give me the lowest possible setting? I don't want to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Ariel makes this bet. No, she this is what this podcast is about now. <laughs> this is a wet month, guys. Uh, Whitney said that they have no interest in talking about this any further, and I respect that. I appreciate that. Uh, as Ariel, t- Ariel takes this terrible bet, uh, yes. and uh, cause, mostly because she's mad at her father, which is the underlying theme to this, is really it's just about... Uh, he's a single dad. He's got a whole ocean to run. I think it's understandable that he messes up from yeah, time to time. Totally. She should have friends to talk to, right? I, I do think it's distressing that Ariel clearly has like no like female companionship of yeah. any kind or like mentors. You know, like yeah. she yeah. hangs out with a fish and Sebastian and, and she's a weird seagull. Five <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> a sketchy guy, uh, a seagull reporter who is wrong about everything he who says. Who reappears in uh, in uh, the rescuers later? I feel like is it's that the same. It same feels seagull. like it's the same seagull. It's not the same. It feels like, that, like was that Mickey and Rooney? <laughs> All the related. sequels in the Disney universe are related. I would not put that back. That <laughs> yeah, that seems reasonable. And they're the same. They're the mine, mine in the Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Finding Nemo. Mine, the seagulls mine. that all say mine. Oh mine, yeah, mine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is uh, uh, I was gonna say. Oh, is that Mickey Rooney? Who is that? The seagull guy. I don't know. Very recognizable voice, but I could not tell you who it is. It's not that recognizable. Yeah, obviously not. <laughs> great. Um, I want to say it was Mickey Rooney, but you have said that. But that's true. I, I, and I wanted to, so I got <laughs> I got to live desired. that. <laughs> Your dreams have been fulfilled. Uh, nope. I cannot find out who it is. Fucking notes. What am I doing? I yeah. Notes. Um. Oh, I wanted to say, why is there a dog here in the first place? Why is there a dog on the boat? Uh, a sea dog. Why? I think that the. I think on, I was thinking. I think that it is to establish. I think like it's so heavy-handed for kids. It's like Ursula kicked the dog. So now, if you didn't already yeah, yeah. kind of not yeah. like her, you yeah. super totally. don't like That's her. Right. Like but the dog likes Ariel. So That's very he's true. exactly the. Well, and also Disney likes talking animals although it's weird that the fish but can the talk dog and the dog can't that's kind of shitty that happens in a lot of Disney movies though that half is of the animals line? will yeah. talk yeah. and half of them won't for some reason I mean I, I guess they could just I can't think of which one like, like what gets to Mulan. be considered a toy in Toy Story mm-hmm. like they always do mm-hmm. oh you're right Mulan the cricket the and cricket the... doesn't talk and the um the dog doesn't do anything like the dog is just but like, I guess the dragon is magic the dragon is magic so he can talk the you horse think... I guess is personal oh now I've got a lot of questions uh, well, that was plenty of time for me to Google it, and I didn't find the name. Anyway, um, so uh, so she swims up. So Ariel swims up to the prin- prince's private beach, and they hang out for two days and play. Uh, and they playfully like, Buddy Hackett. Buddy Hackett. Right. Yeah, thank you. Um, they they do like some fun, playful, childish uh, silence, which apparently really gets him uh, horny. Uh, also, because can we point out that Eric is definitely not sixteen? Eric is like at least 25. So this is, this is an important <laughs> question to me. Um, it seems very obvious to me that he's Because they man. don't say his name, na- they don't say his age, but it is his birthday uh, at the, on the boat. And so I was like, this will be a perfect opportunity to say, happy, you're 17, so this is not mm-hmm. creepy. And they don't. They definitely don't. Makes me think it's creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's probably pretty creepy. This is, this is about uh, child marriage. 
Uh, so bringing it all back. Yeah, so this just and also she can't talk, so it's like, oh man, what I'm really into is children that don't speak. It's very it weird. Is, yeah, there's like I'm not gonna say that like a person can't have a meaningful relationship with someone who doesn't talk, but like it was gonna take a little bit of time and he clearly he doesn't even phased by it. Yeah. He's just like, Oh yeah, of course, people don't talk and I show them around and then I marry them. Like, yeah. this is how I not know. to it say is that a- if you're mute that you can't have uh, but but I guess what I mean is who doesn't communicate. Like she's mute and then doesn't try. She I know. doesn't. I really give him appreciate anything. how PC is everybody's being about mute people. I uh, think yeah. that that's actually I, a good, a cool thing. It is, but I, I also think like, like, mute, like yeah. it's, no, <laughs> but, it's good. And nice I assume those, they that. would try to communicate with a prince. Were they trying to get into a relationship? I mean, she does in the very beginning try like she two like, signs, yeah. and he like does not even try. Doesn't give a he, shit. He like she waves her hand over and over, trying to be like, "I'm from the ocean," and he's like, "What? You need help? Like, like what? Something terrible must have happened." Efforts are not. Made on Eric's part. Well, like, you know, just like a tiny, tiny Ursula is completely right. Like Ursula is just like he doesn't care. He just yeah. wants to fuck, and then yeah. uh, yep, yep, that's correct. <laughs> it turns out, see, which um, not wrong. <laughs> oh, tiny bit to Eric's defense, <laughs> making a motion like the water would not communicate to me. Oh, you live underwater. That would be a big leap to make as a it would land person. Something related to yeah, the yeah, ocean, yeah, and not like oh, you need help. Uh, so so. It's anyway. actually going pretty well. It looks like they're about to kiss mm-hmm. before the end of the series. Good song. Good song. Delightful. This soundtrack is just exceptional. It's I really, got, really. I really could not get over it. And it's also upsetting to me. This movie, okay, this movie was super important to me as a child. Mm-hmm. Like, I was five when this movie came out. I like This was like my movie as a kid. Can I put a pin in this? I, I want to talk about this in the, the second half. I, this is really important. I want to talk about our like our the yeah. childhood relation to it in in the end uh, or in the second half because okay. I have I have questions okay. about that. Um, so let me just wrap up the summary. So uh, it looks like it's going to work, but then at the last second, the sea witch uh, puts her thumb on the scale, transform herself into a slightly less pretty human, but uses Ariel's beautiful singing voice combined with a spell that turns Eric into a robot, which kind of makes the voice thing not important. But um, she's so creepy when she shows up on the beach too. It's yeah. like of the best. She's just yep. like walking along the beach. It's just like ah, <laughs> very it's dark, and he's like, "I'm loving her." Like, very why? siren. Well, but but she it also is super siren. But she does like also take over his body because like at the wedding, he yes. like doesn't no, look does. at anybody. It's very weird. Yeah, she yeah. does. She's a witch, and it's about to work. And then uh, so she's about to marry him instead. And then uh, uh, Ariel breaks the spell, gets her voice back, and Eric. No, she doesn't. What? No, so something like somebody spills oh, the, the necklace break. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She breaks she the spell she, yes, by breaking yes. the, uh, uh, on Eric yeah. by breaking the seashell. Mm-hmm. Also gets her voice back and is like, "But Eric, I love you." And then um, they're just about to love, but it's too late. So Ursula wins, and uh, uh, she gets Ariel's soul. King Trident, Daddy, little unhappy about that, Daddy. confronts confronts <laughs> the sea witch about getting her daughter's soul back. And apparently, like we talked about earlier, it's a legally binding contract, even though she's 16, which doesn't make any god. And he's the king, which this makes no back, goddamn this is sense. Back to maritime law. Back to maritime <laughs> law. Yeah, maritime <laughs> law is very we'll confusing. Definitely, we'll definitely understand it at all. So, uh, even though he's been a shitty dad thus far, he shows you know, like, typical mean, martyr complex. Also, D- king Trident is like, we'll just take my soul. Bad king. Bad king. Yeah, yeah bad king. The totally. entire ocean. Needs him. <laughs> Chaos. Yeah. You can't yeah. Just, like... This is why they have secret service detail on the president's kids. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't do this shit. You can't just turn over power when your yeah. kid gets kidnapped. Yeah. Like, I'm very sorry, Triton. And also like, apparently, lost her. Yeah, and the way the deal works is that if he just gives himself over, she gets to be the king of the ocean. Right. As opposed to Ariel, yeah. where she's just like still the sea witch. Also, like, six children anything. who would have gotten to be king first. Um <laughs> <laughs> so uh the witch of puss gets super powerful and then she makes her crucial mistake. Mm. She transforms herself 
gets too in, big. Into gigantic for no reason. Hubris. And hubris <laughs> is herself gigantic. <laughs> uh, just big enough that Prince Eric can jump on a sunken ghost ship and murder her through the stomach. After steering it like a car. <laughs> Ten <laughs> a and ship two. with no sails. Yeah, yeah, that's that true. That he just turns a ghost the wheel boat. on. She's like, oh yeah, that's how ships work. Like, I understand Murders sailing. the sea witch. She dies and then everything goes back to normal. King Trident uh, makes his daughter into being, the thing I'm, he fears the most. I'm being Ursula. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just deeply sighing about the ending. I'm deflating. It does, it's, it does go very quickly in the last five minutes. This movie wraps up super fast. And then they yes. just get married and everything's fine. It could, it could have been 85 minutes, but I think they didn't have like, it's 80 minutes, I checked. Yeah. And I, I, I really appreciate the pacing of it, actually. Like yeah. the beginning feels a little fast. The beginning's yeah. really fast. But the fast. rest of it is like, okay, yeah, this is yeah. the right pace. We got songs in the right places. There's no boring parts. But it's the a end, comic relief. I feel like they just didn't have any more songs. A French like, chef. They needed one more song at the end about True Love. And they have it so they're just like uh now we can walk by <laughs> <laughs> yeah there really wasn't anything left after that yeah <laughs> well uh i also want to talk about what's left after that but first we have to do a compliment so that's the movie uh we have to do our compliment for the for the summer we're taking it uh we're taking it a little easy we're, we've cut our compliment sandwich in half horizontally and just doing a compliment tostada so everyone has to just say one major compliment for the movie so whitney why don't you go first what's your oh, major compliment um, um so you got to pick one what's the better one no the soundtrack the soundtrack is yeah. an exceptional soundtrack this is written is by so good. Uh, Alan, Menken, Alan Menken, yeah. who did uh, little shop of horrors mm. uh, and also a bunch of other disney movies and like, uh, yeah Aladdin, and a bunch of after this yeah um, so this and also not all not not just good ones he did like home on the range yeah. uh, he he got past with a peak um but this, this is like more. this is like a classic. Uh, they they wanted a classic Broadway musical structure, like hopes yep. and aspirations, mm-hmm. and like just each each song yeah, is like the tentpole for emotion. It's yeah. very clear. Here's the group song. Here's yeah. the intro song. You got this the entree act. We got a, yeah. It's it was, so, it's it was so good. Very satisfying. Side compliments. Yes, I'm please. not gonna do it. Uh, Ursula's song. I think oh, Ursula's yeah. song is the best song, and I think Ursula might be the best Disney villain. And I was just like, Ooh. I don't know. Going into it, I was just like, it's hard to say who's the best Disney villain. And then I watched the movie. I'm like, nope, it's Ursula. Like, hands down. She's so good. And like, Jafar is a straight up ripoff of Ursula. Jafar is not as good. I'll give you that. Uh, Scar literally kills people or kills lions. Like he murders the dad, which is pretty, pretty badass. But he's got, I mean, as a like, I don't know. I I was thinking about this the other day Uh and I think. Cruella Deville does not get enough credit okay, because, that, as yes. far as yeah. like yeah. power hungry people trying to take over the ocean, that's like legit crazy but powerful. And all she wants to do is do the worst thing in the world. She just wants to kill a family of puppies <laughs> for a coat. Like the whole plot is just like I will yeah. kill so many. Okay, so maybe she's the best. Like she's the most villainous villain, but um, I think Ursula wait, is just okay. Like, Maybe not. No, no. Just a reminder, Scar, though. We've talked about Deville Hitler. was the other one I was thinking of, though. <laughs> I do you like know, Cruella like, Deville? I feel like she's in the running, but Ursula is. I mean, like those songs are so good. Her everything. Every time she's on the screen, all you want to do is watch Ursula. You're just, yeah. I'm just all about her and her. And who did the her tentacles, man? Like oh, I don't so want to. Who did her voice? I I looked it up and I've forgotten already. Um, she makes me think of the Ursula Kit character. She's amazing. I don't want to take any away. I think she's amazing. I think that villain song is so good. And if it wasn't slightly too hard, it would be my go-to karaoke song. <laughs> um, I stick with Be Prepared because it's more in my range. Uh, but um, 
uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls is a phenomenal song. Oh, and so this good. is my pro tip. I'll let you guys, listeners, Pat you can have Carroll. this. Uh, that Say it again. Pat Carroll. Pat Carroll. She's done do? a bunch. I can't remember what else. Let me see. Um, but uh, this is my. This is a, a fun tip. If you go to karaoke with people and you're not really into singing, sing Disney villain songs. It's my mm. favorite trick. It's so fun. This is wise. Um, this is wise. <laughs> I do uh, also want to put in, though, a vote in terms of Disney villains for the guy from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, I don't know if you remember that. Oh, he wants to genocide people. So as far as villainousness goes, he is like. Yeah, but what is this even? What even is his name? Like, I, I'm I'm trying to remember. But that's, his that's how you know he's not a good villain. You don't even know his name. Also like, written by Alan Menken, the music oh, from Ma- that. Maleficent, like, Maleficent, Maleficent is pretty badass. Maleficent like looks good, but like she's not. I don't know. I feel like Ursula's really Ocean readable. Maleficent. You know, like mm-hmm. they kind of like. I can see that. She's, uh, got, you know, she got Judge plans. Frollo. Um, Judge Frollo, a good witch character. You know, oh, like Professor good, good, good Radigan. Radigan. From, uh, are, are you doing villains? From? Radigan. Is uh, that from the the Sherlock thing? Mouse or something. Oh, the Great the, Mouse Detective. Yeah. The Great Mouse Detective. So, uh, Radigan. Judge That's Claude Frollo from the, uh, uh, the Judge from Hunchback Never Down has uh, the song is Hellfire, and it's about oh, how yeah. the beautiful gypsy woman will sleep with him or he'll murder her, and it is. It is the most good song. intense, fucked up, beautiful song. Yeah, and there's there's a line that's like uh, where because he's like dealing with how like how fucked up he is in the song, and there's a line about like um, if uh, if we weren't supposed to side with the devil, why did the god make him so much stronger than me? And it's really really powerful. It's pretty inti- that yeah. song is on an intense movie. Intense. Like, I feel like it's not as memorable. Underrated, for kid- but. I mean, I liked it. it. It was visually very cool, it, but it doesn't have the same like I want to love these characters. Yeah. You know? It was like, scarier than mm-hmm. I, at that age because there's like the like it is a genocide, and there is yeah. that underground cavern of skulls, and there's yeah. a guy yeah. saying I want to fuck this woman or I'm gonna burn the whole thing. And then there's a don't like just that the lead is a deformed person who doesn't get the girl. Like the end of the movie yeah. is just like still. Sad. I, even though they yeah. changed the, I mean, he dies in the book. I think Quasimodo dies. Yeah, I don't think uh-huh. he like, talks in the book. It's not a good movie. I mean, it's not a good book. We've I've talked about this See, enough it's recently. Good, it's be- not happy because I have Hellfire <laughs> stuck in my head for years. Uh, so I talk about this all the time. But I should actually go back and watch it because it's been a while. Just put um, it on. on, on we should put it in some genocide month. I don't know. Uh, Jensember. <laughs> <laughs> or or Junicide. I'm so sorry. Uh, I used to have a joke with that as a punchline. This is so sad. <laughs> You're right. I shouldn't have done it. All right. My compliment. <laughs> my compliment is for Sebastian. Uh, so uh, Sebastian. Mm. So and actually, I, the the origin of Sebastian is that one of the writers of this movie really wanted to make a butler in uh, Oliver and Company, I want to say, into a, into a Jamaican character. And they were like, like kept trying, it was always pitching Jamaican butler and it never happened. <laughs> and finally it was like, well, you surely you can't turn me down for this underwater movie. <laughs> so he finally got to do his Jamaican butler and it's Sebastian. And he's so good. He's so funny. He is an excellent character. And Under the Sea is an incredible Under song. But also his sweet uh, Caribbean rhythms disguise the fact that he's making an actually solid point to Ariel Humans eat your friends. Yeah. That's their main thing. Stay here. And yeah, if you go up there, you'll like. And then, and then, what happens to him? He goes on to land to help her, and immediately gets in this terrifying situation in a kitchen where it's just a French chef murdering I his friends. Know. It is intense. I gotta say that 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 chefs and and sharks have come a long way in Disney movies. Very good point. Real negative portrayals. Yeah, I mean, in general, it's it's actually interesting that they're so negative on uh, eating 
fish, which sharks and chefs do, mm-hmm. because also fish eat fish. Like we Sebastian do. probably eats fish. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're not all vegetarian. Presumably Ariel eats fish. That's something they never address. Is are yeah, these kelp eating? Ursula these... was eating fish. Or those little shrimpy guys. Oh, yeah. she was but that's how we know she's a villain. Oh, she's yeah. eating them alive. And they're afraid. You know? <laughs> 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 it is fucking. They're so afraid. <laughs> I have a, just a lot of questions about why Sebastian got where like I feel like I know he was like geographically on a slave ship as a crab (laughs) 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 but also he's like the king's main advisor and choral conductor it's a very it's a weird conductor Bingo. <laughs> uh, no, no. Splash. They're, they're definitely in Denmark. Everyone else is wicked white. It's super white. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like, he is very Jamaican. Why is he here? Even <laughs> it's, it is He's weird. Also, freezing in that ocean. <laughs> why are all the mermaids white? It doesn't have to be. You're under the ocean. I actually saw there was some person, uh, some terrible comment that got shared recently because some one of the people they're considering for the, the live action oh, yeah. Little Mermaid is a black woman. I can't remember. It's Zendaya. They're considering her. And, the, oh, and yeah. someone was like, and ma- made this saw, fucking yeah, and, point. Uh, they were just Someone like, was racist about you know, I, I, this doesn't bother me, but just scientifically, mermaids live in the ocean, and melanin, they're going to live at the bottom of the ocean, so they're not going to need to develop as much melanin, because the sunlight isn't going to hurt. And we're just like, oh my god, I mean, the mermaids point, don't I, have to be white, they I, should be mucus-covered and scaly. And transparent, like, yeah. like if they're at the bottom of the be, ocean, they mm-hmm. should have no, they shouldn't be white either, they no, should be- They should be feel like moldy. They should be translucent with jello bodies. Yeah. And uh, or or red, they should be clear or red. I think Ugh. is what I read about being that deep in the ocean. I someone told me once. I shouldn't say I read. Someone told me once, and I <laughs> believe it to be true, that in like on the Ivory Coast, a lot of like indigenous uh, African faiths believe that like that concept of hell was beneath the ocean, and oh. that because there was no sunlight, and because it was so pressureful and moist that your yeah. skin would be milky white. So when white huh. people showed up from the ocean and started enslaving. Oh, no. Them. We were like, oh, we were no. right. We played right into that story. <laughs> oh dear. We should have done fact, our research. They were people from hell, so they were not entirely. Yeah, wrong. I mean, they were pretty <laughs> right on. Oh man. That also, what a great conception of hell uh, with yeah. the pressure and and your skin getting fucked up from the water. Oh, that's, that's creepy. Really that's way better than fire to me. Nice job. Because fire feels seems like you just <laughs> die right away. Nice job on your hell culture. <laughs> yeah. Way to hell. Uh, Curtis, wrap up the segment. What's your uh, major compliment? Your compliment tostada for Little Mermaid. <sighs> I always have a hard time with this. The music was good. Yeah. You know, Sebastian was fun. Yeah, that one's also taken. <laughs> what do you mean you always have trouble with this? Like, do you this mean game, you didn't prepare? Well, yeah. This movie, like, uh, it's this movie, because I, I feel like I was young when I watched it, and somehow seashell bras really has stuck with me over time <laughs> because of this. <laughs> and it's like super not plausible, but I'm always like, that would be fun. I was unclear if that was part of her body or if that was just clothes. I know, because it doesn't seem like it would stay up otherwise. It like, would be, why yeah. Why is it sitting there? Is, there? is there glue under the seat? Yeah, like, <laughs> what is happening? Like or they need something or they would just tight. be like floating in different directions. <laughs> to the yes, hole. right, right. You're not, su- <laughs> what do you, su- hair you don't need to support. <laughs> boobs should be floating yeah. around too. What are you supporting? I, That's not how it's Gonna work I think down Ursula's there. Ursula's boobs do float a little bit, though. <laughs> Ursula's got like a rack. You like, mentioned her, her because her body she's curvy. a corset mm-hmm. somehow, and you're that's true. Like, yeah, What's it's happening? fused into her. I think the scene of her busting out of the Vanessa body yeah. is yeah. like yeah. the best. It's just like, <laughs> 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 it was awesome. Ugh. 
the uh, apparently making that noise watching the movie last night. I was like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> apparently, they modeled the hair floating after Sally Ride, the uh, first female astronaut. They like have photos of her hair floating in space, and they use that oh, as the wow. model for Ariel's hair. That's cool. It's not like they have any water around to put people in to look at that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be a little weird to like hire a model for a day. But can you just be underwater while we draw? I feel like Disney had done that. <laughs> they probably have. They brought lions in for Lion King. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so. Did you get a compliment in there? No. Oh, the shell bra. You like shell, shell bra. I'll give you that. That's close enough. That's solid. All right. Well, we, we're going to talk more about our childhoods and what happens after the movie's lights turn <laughs> off. But first, we have to thank a meat buddy. Uh, so we're going to do our, our our meat buddy segment, and we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by our fabulous meat buddies, everybody who donates to support our show. We have a new meat buddy to thank today, you guys. Just Matt uh, became a donor uh, this week. And... Uh, uh, what Matt, what just Matt said to us is, um, my midlife crisis is coming up soon, so I would appreciate a quick pep talk about that. So, sadly, we're all still hot and young and don't have to worry about this. But um, you guys, I need your help giving Matt a pep talk about midlife crises. Um, don't buy anything you can't return. <laughs> That's a good point. Everyone does the car thing, and that loses too much value when you walk it off the lot. You want something? Buy only midlife crisis stuff from Costco. Yeah. Very you can buy a lot more midlife crisis stuff yeah. for less. Yeah. Get, you know what? You should get a Barbie Dream Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe the whole Malibu like pool set. <laughs> yeah, really live it up. It's fucking cool. Uh, Just play The Sims. Curtis, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Be the only person in Second Life. You only <laughs> you own all the land. No one else is there. You only get to fuck two women in their twenties, and then you're being weird. You get two. <laughs> you, you get, get a two? pass for two. Two. I feel like two is a pattern. Two is a pet, I, but I feel like you get one and you're like, oh, I feel so young and alive. And then you get one and you're like, maybe I can actually make it work with this other one. And then you have to stop. I feel like. I think that's what happens. I'm assuming I've never is, been. How old are you? 33. Oh, wow. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you for so long and you've been shitty about this. <laughs> I get that you're two years younger than me and significantly more successful. I am aware. Of I hers. feel like you're very successful. <laughs> You've got a modicum of success at this moment. Don't I feel like that ridiculous. Yeah, but with Curtis, Curtis is also successful. So, but You're Curtis, successful in the, it's not a pie, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a pie. It's a fucking ever renewing well. It's a well. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's not competitive. It's just the way he says my age, as if like you're you blew it already. I just feel like he says it because you seem wiser than thirty three. Oh, that's thirty four. If this was the first time this had happened, <laughs> I might agree with you. <laughs> oh, that I always thought you were thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> you always seem just like one year better educated than thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, Curtis? I'm a, we're peers. I'm 30, uh, 34. No, you're not. I'm Stop a, it. You're 30? I'm no, not yet. It's creeping in and I'm getting increasingly oh, that's anxious about it. you don't like this movie because you're you were too 30. young for it. Yeah, you were. Yeah, this movie came out before I was born. That totally makes sense. Did it really? Yeah. Gross. You were, in, you were born in 90? <laughs> I was born in 90. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, that's weird. Upsetting. Oh, man, you're right. Dead center of millennial. Yeah. Yeah. You're mid-millennial. Why millennial? Are you... I'm 34. 34? Oh, good age. I was... Uh, yeah. I would have thought at least 35. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we're all too young for a midlife crisis unless shit's not going to last um, know, very well for us. Midlife crisis right I think now the average life expectancy of a black man is 55, so I'm right there. Oh. I think I'm right there. So listen, man. <laughs> What have you been doing, Curtis? I've just been having a lot of anxieties about where I am and being sad and thinking about how I used to be more confident, but knowing that that's not true. 
Oh, that sounds about right. You know this. You so, used yeah. to be like, like not you, but like one people who were younger are dumber, and so like you know you're yeah. more confident because you don't have any idea whether it's to lose. Yeah, you're the bad. Okay. Yeah, you, have, you, know? you have idiot confidence. Having enough to lose it is like being sad was sad, but it was also like, well, if I die, that uh, that's the end of it, so that's fine. But now I'm like Ooh. kind of happy and things are nice, and I'm yeah. like, oh man. Yeah, that's stressing. Death is sad. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's the worst part is that like if you died, it would be a bummer now. Yeah, death used it would to be, be like there's something to lose now. Yeah, death used to be like ah, oh, you're around the corner is fine but now death is like ah i really want to see how this goes <laughs> i've beaten a lot of bosses yeah, yeah. saved a bunch of stuff in my weapons pack. yeah like, i don't want to have to start over man uh have you guys seen people do uh midlife crises that, in a way that was good yeah i've been to an open mic before <laughs> <laughs> all right except for that guy so don't right, i've got some things you shouldn't do don't make knives um, <laughs> that's that's a good one. It creeps people out. Um, Unless they're really good knives, but don't tell people you're doing it until yeah, they're good. Until knives. you're good at it. That's the thing. It's not that you can't do these things. It's just that you simply cannot share them. And don't well, lead with something like "I recently got divorced" and then follow up with "I've been making <laughs> knives." <laughs> don't replace being married with knives for sure. We are in no way talking about a specific person. When I, <laughs> when I, uh, what well, one thing that I think that happens with midlife crises is that people are like, "Oh, I should go do those things that I've always wanted to do," and then they do them, and it turns out you could have done that at any time. So if you have a hobby, just Matt, and you're thinking about doing it as a midlife crisis, start early. Because if you're like want, not knives, but like other things, you're like you you always wanted to like whittle or. Uh, Hot air ballooning. Hot air ballooning. You know? Yeah, for example, um, like just do it, do it now because then it won't seem like a midlife crisis. It'll just be like you're always into cool hobbies. Yeah. There was a study that uh, experiences and accomplishments make people happier than like than stuff. Th stuff. So yeah. if you have uh, just Matt, if you have disposable income of any kind, then like which you do because you're donating some of it to the podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Unless that's really he's hard up and he loves it. So yeah. Much. <laughs> But just take yeah. some of it and, I mean, and, you know, small trips, you know. There's a town yeah. like an hour out of L.A. I want to go to, and I've just been looking forward to it. You know, just small trips. <laughs> small it. trips, man. An hour out of L.A., but, like, that means it's a seven-hour drive from L.A. Uh, it's really upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, I, that's I, a good advice, actually. I like that a lot. Go yeah. do some trips more than buying stuff. Totally. And I will say, too, I mean, like, people get upset about midlife situation. But, like, it's n you, you are, if, if you do genuinely live exactly as long as you have been living you know mm -hmm. like your crisis of 40 you know you've lived 40 years you're gonna live 40 more years half of your first 40 years were spent just figuring everything out like oh, you've yeah, got yeah. a ton of life like, this is not that's the middle true. of your life by a long shot oh that's such like a good that. point that's that's like, don't feel like this is the decline i mean you, you, know? you probably don't have any memories before you were 10 so it's really you have like at least 10 that's gone and then you spent 10 fucking stuff up and yeah. so you have 40 years of actually being okay uh, i feel like the good. first 30 years are kind of whatever like i feel like yeah yeah it takes that it's long to be a person <laughs> I mean, it's a wash. It's like, all right, maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. So, if you are halfway, you've got a long way to go, my friend. Yeah, uh, you got enjoy this. It. Just Matt. Also, you can have a more confident uh, username as well. <laughs> yeah, it was the so, Matt. It was so unconfident. He said, "Can you call me Just Matt?" Unless that's already taken. Like even even that less less confident name, he was worried someone Matt. else had thought of. Oh, I thought that was that. That sounds like a guy trying to be nice. <laughs> sounds like a guy having a hard time reaching out to someone he admires who's taking a dump on him right now. You son of a bitch. I mean, that's what we always do in this segment. No refunds. Fair, but now I'm sad because <laughs> we've characterized Matt to such a degree that now I'm sad about it. <laughs> 
we do. I mean, we do tend to like these tend to not go well. Anyway, <laughs> if you've listened to the show enough to become a donator to become a meat buddy, then you know how this goes. You're not upset, I assume. But we do appreciate it, just Matt, and we appreciate everybody uh, who donates to the show. If you if you want to get one of these real half-ass pep talks, go to readdeathroom.com/slash/meatbuddies. You also get to vote on upcoming topics and a bunch of other benefits. Um, and you keep uh, help the show going. You keep uh, our show floating down the tracks like a ghost train. Uh, and we ghosts appreciate it. We do. <laughs> and uh, and I, use, I use that money not only to keep the show going, but also to pay my guests, which uh, the audience was re- really happy to find we out. We get paid for this? You do. Yeah. I should have tried harder. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have watched the movie in two times speed. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Daddy, no! <laughs> daddy, but, but Daddy, I love him. Kiss the girl. Right song. If you do, if you watch it, because there's an option where you can watch it at four times speed. Yeah, that's too much. And then really, you're just getting quick pulls of oddly sexual phrases. <laughs> I will say that I was shocked. Uh, whenever I rewatch Disney movies from my youth that I haven't watched recently, like I've watched Mulan recently, but like mm-hmm. ones from when I was young, like if I watched The Lion King or like Beauty and the Beast and stuff, I always like fig- figure out things that they were saying that I didn't understand. Mm. And they, the the uh, the old guy Grim, whatever his name Grimsby. is, Grimsby, Grimsby, Grimsby. What a what great a butler name. name right? Yeah, he says the word sadistic at one point, and I'm Ooh. just like, what Disney? <laughs> Uh, well, actually, that's a perfect segue then because uh, it's time for lightning bonus round. We're going to the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We're going to finish this shit up. Lightning bonus round is our mini game segment where we uh, uh, play games inspired by the movie uh, and sometimes suggested by our listeners. The first, we have two games I want to play today. The first one uh, is my one of my new obsessions, which is Does It Hold Up? Um, so I want to talk about how this was as a child versus how it was now for you. Um, since you've been, uh, since you just brought that up, it's perfect time. So uh, one thing that holds up, what makes it hold up, is that with a great Disney movies that you catch things you didn't catch the first time, like the "you're under a lot of pressure here" joke. I definitely wouldn't have gotten when I was nine. But first, Winnie, mm-hmm. this mattered a lot to you as a kid. This was like in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it was because it was because I was just young, and Ariel yeah. was a Disney princess. You yeah. know, like, and she was the first like really well marketed Disney princess too. Like, yeah. I feel like Beauty and the Beast. Came out after this. After this, yeah, right. But this was the first. This like, was the part, the beginning this was like the of be- the, Disney, the Renaissance. Like, yeah, the Disney thing, and and my childhood co- co- coincided directly with that. Yeah. So like, like I vividly remember like the McDonald's toys from this. You know, oh, wow. like I know yeah. like the ephemera of it. I so remember like, yeah. the 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 reason I mentioned the thing about lions coming into the studio for the Lion King was because we had the VHS of Aladdin and it had a like five minute trailer for the mm-hmm. Lion King where it was like the, the animators of, yeah. even brought the lions into their studio and there was a little video of the lions walking in all these people furiously scribbling on paper which is really funny in hindsight <laughs> but uh, yeah so so <laughs> connected yeah um, but when was the last time you saw this then it was it's been a long time I think it's probably been twenty years since I've seen this movie. so what else yeah. was so different like, this time than when you were. Kid. 15. Well, it was. See, this the things that I think hold up are like 
the the music, the pacing, like yes. the structure of the movie is great. Yeah. The 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 characters I love Ursula. Yeah. All of these things. What doesn't hold up is that it's like I think the true villain of this movie is like <laughs> heteronormativity. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Winning yeah. out. Yeah. And the villain wins. Like, yeah. you know, straight up. So like the, the message <laughs> I'm just like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, you know, oh yeah. this is about her literally giving up her yeah. voice for a man. Yeah. It's yeah. not this is great. All, you know, the message is not delightful. Although that you can read some of it as like trying to be included in a thing that you're not included in and there's yeah. a lot of like transformation mm. stuff that I think people latch onto in yeah. like, a queer way which is pretty cool yeah yeah and, like Ursula definitely falls into the category of like awesome queer villains yeah and like James Adomian's gay villain kind of thing you know like mm. but like I don't know I, it's I, definitely like get, you know marry the man <laughs> I, this was I read the 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 rundown for the book because I've always heard that it's so super sad and I never but it's just like so in the book it's essentially the same story but uh, in addition to giving up her voice, she gets like it, she, in exchange for her voice, she gets to be the best dancer in the world. Oh, and uh-huh. but every step she takes feels like her legs are being torn apart by knives. Good lord! And the Whoa. prince, <laughs> <laughs> and the prince likes to see her dance. So, so she spends years no! dancing and walking yeah. with and hurting and sobbing at night in this bleeding, no! terrible pain to the point where her feet are like pouring blood and then at the end he finds a different girl with a beautiful voice and is gonna marry her and then the her sisters show up and are like here's a knife if you kill the prince and his blood drains into the ocean you can go back to being a mermaid and be with us but she can't Bring oh. herself to do it. it. So when he gets married to somebody <laughs> else, so excited, you are hanging on every moment. Make the movie. <laughs> she can't get do him. it, so get she him. just she get the guy gets married and she plunges into the ocean. And when she's ready to like dissolve into sea foam, which is I guess what happens <laughs> when mermaids sure, die, yeah, she is instead put into this place of purgatory because oh, she's God. been so selfless in her quest to please the man that she's earned an eternal soul. And so now she has to spend three hundred years as a sp- Air ghost helping men <laughs> Jesus so that eventually Christ. she can go to heaven. I really, I got it. Hans is fucked up. I have to give serious props to the Disney writer who read that story and was like, yes, for children. With music. It will be us. We need a crab. That's all we need. I want to hear the knife song. Like, the uh, <laughs> uh, who's. Uh, and the song where she's thinking yeah. about killing him and like yeah. standing over the bed with a knife in her fucking hand and they uh. can't do it. I can't do it. You only have to feel this once. I felt it every day mm-hmm. I've danced for you. She should just cut off his legs. Oh, man, that's fucked up. That's upsetting. Yeah. I feel a lot of things now. I mean, this is the classic. Like, fairy tales uh, are all more fucked up. Like, Cinderella, they, yeah, they, of course. they got rid of the part where the uh, stepsisters cut off their feet to make them fit in the glass slippers. Right. There's, like, some gnarly shit. Fairy tales... Man, parents used to really give it to their kids with stor- <laughs> bedtime stories. They were like, no, you need to learn the truth. I know. People are just like, Steven Universe is too much. Like, give me a break, <laughs> yeah. people. Exactly. It used to be worse. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, Curtis, you're too young for this to have been a huge part of your childhood. It was still, I mean, it wasn't like we didn't experience it when it came out, but I remember. You didn't, you were alive. Be- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you swear. I remember being into it. I remember it being uh, important to my sister because I yeah. think there was like. You know, like like w- with what you were saying, Wendy, where it's like the representation isn't there for a lot of people in Disney movies, but if like fish people kind of give you an out to be like, oh, it's not, they're not white, they're yeah. fish. <laughs> yeah, could be anything. Yeah, so yeah. I think like for her, it was like, oh, this is a fish woman with long hair with a dream, and then I was into yeah. the crab. <laughs> 
who was clearly black. They yeah. were like, hey, it's the 90s. There's more black kids now. Let's give them a crab. Uh, and possibly Ursula. Like, possibly well, Ursula, she I did. I feel like there's... I think there's a case to be made for Ursula. I can see that. The purple like skin is like queen, a, basically. yeah. <laughs> when, I, when this came out, I was five. And so I was into, at the time, I was uh, very committed to boy things versus girl things. And so this was, like, it was this and then Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And so, like, my sister's like Little Mermaid and I liked Aladdin because I was the boy movie, um, which I feel real shitty about. So for me, how this held up was that I did not like it as a child. And I watched it yesterday and I was like, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so fun. Uh and I do think that like the the uh, it's it's uh, not the most feminist story. Although my wife and I were talking about it, she she thinks there's been a lot of anti uh, Little Mermaid stuff recently. That and she thinks that actually Ariel's a more interesting character than that. And she's like interested in anthropology. She's a STEM major, and she like really has all these desires. And it's really her father holding her back from doing stuff she believes in. I, I think there are better ways to read it necessarily than some people are right now. But like, uh, it's, a, oh, it, for me, just holding up is just like. Uh, losing some of that dumb baggage of like pink and blue from being a, a kid and being yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is a great movie. Yeah, also, I love movies where people fall in love in the end. This is it's defi- <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a love movie and you're like, yeah. oh, look at them and they're kidding. Yeah, I mean, Aladdin's kissing. a love movie. <laughs> I think it's like parallel movies straight up. Like I feel yeah. like Aladdin was like, let's remake Little Mermaid for boys. Like, yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. And then they never did that. Their other boy movies are never are successful. They're like the Disney princesses are where it's at. But like That's the other boy movies are not as good except maybe Lion King. I think Lion King is a boy King's movie. the best good. thing they've ever done. But well, but I mean, uh, but, uh, we talked about this on the show a little while ago. Beauty and the Beast is it unbelievably good movie that was like the first mm-hmm. animated film to get a best picture nomination I believe yeah. uh, like really really good movie also probably a more fucked up story but I, I yeah. do like with yeah. the original is probably like she has sex with the dog man and mm-hmm. it's uh, ter- terrible anyway I like when you like ideally everything would be made with positive representation of yeah. the people who need it but I I there's like a trend of like looking back at movies that were big at the time and being like, that doesn't hold up today because it doesn't hit these. And I kind of like that. Like, I feel like that's good. Like, that means that we are winning as a society. Yeah, totally. Oh, right. And I always like, so when people are like, fuck the Little Mermaid, it's not feminist. I'm like, listen, it's great that you can point out the flaws, but like the fact that we look back and it doesn't hold up, it means that we are doing great as mm-hmm. people. We're doing better. And like yeah, like it wasn't, it wasn't bad that it happened. It's good that we can now assess yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I think, think that's fair. fair. And you have to like kick it out of your, you know, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, this wasn't important to me as a child, you know, because now totally. I know it's not feminist. Yeah. Like, you know, like it clearly was, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. She floats. I, she, there was a <laughs> little mermaid toy in McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> in the commercial, they just, hey, she floats every time. Uh, <laughs> you can look it up. I'll, I'll yeah. I swear to God, it's a commercial. All right. Well, uh, so j- I want to come back to this anthropology thing for a briefly Please. minute. Because I also thought about how Ariel is into anthropology, archaeology, and I think it really points to the absolute fundamental difficulties of understanding a culture just by their mm. material culture because she has no idea what it's like to be a human. That's she has true. no clue what That's any of this is. That's such a good point. Like, it, it is made significantly worse by the yeah. fact that she's not doing any study. She's just asking the <laughs> dumbest <laughs> seagull who's ever lived. <laughs> Which means your knowledge is only as good as your sources. As sources, like, absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. Uh, she learns very little. Although in her defense, like a fork to a comb is actually pretty close. Yeah, it's it's like a food comb. Yeah, and she does put the fork with the knife and the spoon in her little chandelier, so she this knows that it goes with that set for some. <laughs> oh reason. God, what did yeah, you think the knife doesn't. was for? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 
Um, I'll be where the people are. Uh, not there, but not there. <laughs> there's a second one. Uh, there's a second Little Mermaid. I think yeah, it was directed to the, the movie. Yeah. But I wonder if that kind of brings it more full. Because time would have passed where I think people would have picked up on like these complaints. And uh. I think that it's then a- Ariel who doesn't want her daughter to be a mer. I think they just kind of mm. switch it where Ariel kind of understands her father's anxieties. And I wonder oh. cool. if that develops the character further for next year's wet month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually thinking, we, I, I do want to, I was strongly considering doing a direct-to-video month because uh, there are so, I, I want to go back and watch Return of Jafar and see if that, because that I like. Oh, kid, man, sure I remember loving that. Um, that and the, the one where he finds his dad on the turtle island that constantly moving. I, was that the third one? I don't think I ever saw I think that. That one. was the third one. I thought that was Venture Brothers. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, I think it'd be really interesting next next what month? That's a good idea. Um, Direct video. So really quick, one more game. I just want TV. Well, that's another thing is that like at the time this came out, almost all cartoons, films, almost all animated films were good. It was like Disney makes a good animated film once a year. Mm-hmm. There's another every once in a while another company will try it and it'll be okay. Or Don Bluth will do okay. Yeah, Don, Don Bluth did exactly. yeah. Actually, okay. Revival Goes West, Land yeah. Before Time. Yeah, yeah. It Some made o- me want to watch Don Bluth. I've been thinking about All Dogs Go to Heaven lately, and I'm just like, I want to rewatch oh. that movie because it spooked it's, me. I hear that child. is gnarly. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That we, still... we did that a year or two ago, and it is fucked up. It is bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so crazy. The cat hell and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's Ugh. what I remember. Like, it's, there's a little part where the demons are poking him. Like, yeah. <laughs> Don Bluth weird. made some not, uh, Nim Nim fucked oh, me yeah. up Secret Nim. of Nim I remember Land Before Time was sad as shit you watch oh, yeah. his mother die <laughs> but uh, but the so the great family so I was thinking out loud I was like you, how old were you when you realized Nim was a real place let's just I was like 20 I've never seen like, this oh I, my god how old am I right now <laughs> National Institutes of Mental Health that's what that is it's oh, a real place I didn't know that makes it in- way more interesting right holy shit it's I, a whole perspective I'm it's not wild following this me. at all I'm sure this is a great conversation they, they would never experiment I never saw the, the movie oh they experimented on the mice it was kind of like a, what's it called the one when the book where the the they do the bo- the man takes whatever the mouse is taking and he gets smarter and then oh, he loses yeah. it but he uh, knew what he once had yeah oh shit that flowers for algae. Flowers for algae. So it's like they're doing like drug experiments on the minds of these rats, and then they are brilliant, and they have to flee and start their own community. Yeah, like and so they're like living in like you gotta watch this movie. Crazy. That's bananas. You haven't seen this movie, and they like live in a little like like what is it? It's a brick. In, yeah. in the middle of a field and then there's like a plow coming. A, huh. But they're they're like sentient rats because Nim, the National Institute's of Mental Health, like gave them drugs and made them into like power rats and then they escaped and huh. they have to like get yeah. out. But then there's this whole thing with like the, the mom rat and she got a, like a necklace and it glows and she can move the rat thing. I don't know. Uh, I want to just wrap things up. Maybe maybe let's uh, uh, lighten up a tiny bit. The other game I want to play is my no. <laughs> new favorite game. Of I want to go back to talking about your four-inch wife and how she'd get you off. <laughs> <laughs> I promised Whitney we'd move on. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be the process. It would be the end. I would worry she would drown. <laughs> so Aftermath is this game. <laughs> Aftermath is a game. I just I like to talk about what would happen in the next week after the movie ends. Uh, the next five minutes, the next five days, five months uh, of like, because this movie definitely leaves us in a place that seems like a happy ending unless you examine it <laughs> at all. So not having seen the, the sequel to this, like, does does Eric have to learn to scuba to go visit her in-laws? 
Like how, well, yeah. what happens with this couple where she's a former mermaid? Well, I feel like what I'm concerned about is the mermaid community that they leave behind. Right? They just sail off into the ocean, presumably right. to go fuck with all their wedding guests on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening there. Right. But like, now all those people know there are mermaids. Yeah. And Eric is married to one, but like that doesn't mean the rest of the humanity is not going to come and kill all these mermaids. Like yeah, they're just going to yeah. poach the hell out of this. Yeah, I mean that boat, that boat that was having that party for sure was a whaling ship yeah. at some point. These were these were just uh, for killing things. Mm-hmm. So I'm concerned about them. They're going to go hunt the mermaids. Yeah. Did it, do you guys know that mermaid? One of the theories about mermaids is that they were manatees. Yeah. That people saw manatees and, and they were like mm-hmm. just so scurvy addled brain. They were like, I'd fuck that. Well, and and there, they are did. Like, there are ways to look at manatees, like there are angles. Yeah, yeah, where they look, look kind at them of and they look like, yeah, they got weird like knee things in them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but they're so, they're so maybe, like cute. Maybe there, are, maybe there are hotter manatees <laughs> out there. We there used to be hotter manatees and we killed them all. There was like a lot of animal fucking and like, you know, mm-hmm. let's Wait, like you a, think they actually fucked the manatees? I did not yeah, think they got that far. I. I think that's I, I feel stance. like maybe this sounds crazy, but I feel yeah. like it's well documented that men fucked a lot of animals like before like fire like or like not even fire like the light bulb maybe might have been the turn <laughs> I feel like if you look at history, there's just a lot of like I was lonely and I fucked this thing God gave me dominion over the animals. <laughs> That Somebody was told me that, that would be even particularly. There's like kind. Someone told me that manatees too. and some kind of whale have particularly human-like vaginas. No, oh, <laughs> I didn't know about that. that I thought it was these little like mermaids from a distance. I did not know they got close and they They're were like, "I'm still up. into it." I think people fucked them and then were like, "No, man, it was she was beautiful." <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you don't understand. <laughs> Well, no, if you'd seen her, you would have gotten it. You know, she was a real hot manatee. But, but my girlfriend like, lives under like the sea. like two panels in a comic. It's just like the night before. And then the morning after, you're just laying in the bed with a manatee. With like, sea. oh, no. Oh, sea cow again. She's got lipstick on. I also think that, uh, to go back to Aftermath, I do feel like uh, Eric and Ariel have nothing in common. They're both from royalty, uh-huh. but like, just what else are they going to talk well, about? Well, they both seem like kind of flighty and entitled, so maybe they're going to be okay together. Yeah. But like, and he thinks it's cool that she almost runs their carriage over a cliff. So like, maybe they're going to get on. His, he liked her playfulness. Yeah, that is playful. And the fact that she's a kid, he's into that. Mm-hmm. In the book, mermaids live to be three hundred years old, oh. and so I think. Midlife crisis of one fifty. Eric is like a yeah. pet, but I think a few <laughs> minutes like, <laughs> it's like it's oh. a faithful dog. But she's or... no longer a mermaid, so I think that like within ah. the next couple of years, she's going to suddenly be forced to come to the reckoning of human aging. Ooh. And as her body oh, slowly yeah. deteriorates, yeah. she's going to realize what she actually sacrificed to, to be with a man that neither of them can live that long to enjoy. Or also horrifying, <laughs> she lives to 300, watches him die when she's 60, and then marries a series of other princes and just keeps live outliving her <gasps> prince boyfriend. And ultimately becomes a sea witch! <laughs> 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 That's where they come from! <laughs> I like it. Uh, <laughs> After a human mermaid's been widowed eight times, <laughs> they grow the same amount of tentacles <laughs> and return to the ocean. Return to the sea. <laughs> Uh yeah oh man what a crazy I place they're like, at the I the the sex must like I think that he knows what it is and that she has no idea that's true why would she have any notion yeah, yeah and true. no one's there to explain okay, it to what her what is she we've been talking a lot about her vagina and that's because I brought it up but like 
You brought but it up, but is, Curtis relished it. But what is... <laughs> a vagina I relished the but vagina. what is Ariel going to do when she sees his dick? Because she has never seen never this. Never seen a dick. She doesn't no even know what dicks. it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is she going to do when she point. has to oh, physically dear. birth a child oh my God. and push it out of her womb? Wait, what? It, we're not doing external birth. This is bullshit. <laughs> Nonsense. I do not want to. I do not want to stay here. <laughs> I only get one egg a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are so many things she's going to be bummed about. Like they're like, I, he, they're sitting down to talk, and he's like, I want a big family. She's like, Me too. He's like, Like three or four kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> so think of like a bummer. Like the the way that the world the world works underwater is essentially like you fly to where you want to. Like you just kind of oh, take yeah. off up or down or yeah. sideways. Point. Now she has Such to do physics. Point. Yeah, she's got to walk places. Gravity has meaning. Yeah, yeah like yeah. carrying shit's way harder. <laughs> no, you were not bound at sea, lady. You oh, were. Oh yeah, you were way freer. <laughs> oh, what a good point. Or held well, at yeah, sea. Also, and she's like trying to walk through the air, flapping her arms, like trying to <laughs> propel herself faster. So much more of the world is off limits now. Yeah, yeah. Like she had like, most of the world. Oh man, she like, she, like she can't even reach up high in the kitchen anymore. Yeah, she's <laughs> the top of the. Cell. She yeah, she sees a sp- the spice rack and is like trying to fly to it and it's not working. She probably never realized she was short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody's short underwater because you're you're horizontal all the time. All the time. She used to think she wasn't long, but now she's. <laughs> No, she can't reach shit. Oh, man, what a tough life she is in for. Uh, Does this make it seem like being a mermaid would be better? Because this is my other thought, is if Triton has this power, then, you know, so I, so I have this good friend who lives in Montana. Uh, his wife is from Australia, and they, like, every two years, they move to another, back to the other country and spend two years in Montana, two years in Australia. So do you think that Triton could go make Eric and Ariel both mermaids ooh. and then have them come live under the sea for a little while? Could they do, like, a little exchange program? I'd like that. I feel like that and would that be worse thing. for him? It would definitely be worse oh, for Eric. Oh, yeah. Then, well, what, then if he, her, what if he liked it, though? Maybe he was just like, oh, I don't have to wear a shirt get, ever. Like, and then yeah. she would have to give up something else for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, we, we watched Splash last year for Wet Month, uh, the wettest movie. Um, <laughs> and doesn't that end? Oh, no, that doesn't. What's the that, uh, what's what's the uh, the the one that, well, best picture last year? That's the, Oh, Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. He goes and and bees a fish, right? She be yeah, she becomes, she becomes a fish. Or she becomes she a fish. Was sorry, yeah, a she, fish. he was a fish that yeah, sorry, back. So yeah. she Oh, so it's still her giving everything up. All right. No, she, she but she was a she she was happy she was about it this fish. time, I think. Like, she had gills. She was always a fish. Person. I think this was like I think the difference is like she was lost and unsure what she wanted and this fish person kind of exposed her to this possible world and it was kind of them learning together. Yeah. And then this fleeing into a place where they could be free, whereas this was definitely like Hey, girl, like, sacrifice everything you've ever known. Does, I can't remember now. Does Splash yeah. end with them living in the water or on land? I don't remember. What's I the freaky one? Uh, the the uh, What's his name? The sci-fi guy with the... the uh, help, help, more words. <laughs> Octopus God that, like, lives under Octopus the sea. God? I'm into the it. science fiction octopus the Science God. fiction octopus. Like, there's, like, a Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Who's oh, yeah, the yeah, Cthulhu yeah. guy? Who was the, there's a Cthulhu guy. The guy who wrote all the Cthulhu oh, stuff. Oh, H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Gotcha. Lovecraft. There's a movie. Man. <laughs> there's a long Man. walk. You guys you guys know the science fiction guy? H.P. Uh, <laughs> Lovecraft. Got it. <laughs> there's a movie in that where like a, a guy returns, like a guy ends up on an island and then just over time finds out that like his mom escaped with her his his dad and that he's actually like 
the secret half fish person and when the huh. full light of the depth of how little humanity matters to him occurs he tries to set himself on fire and in the last ditch effort a lady pushes him into the sea and he suddenly sprouts gills and is just like I didn't ask for this <laughs> <laughs> why did you bring that up just because it seemed relevant <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like the idea that at least for part of the year he has to go live underwater, and he kind of hates it. But it's like, come on, man! Look what she gave to you. Yeah, it feels like knives when she's dancing. At that least, would be, that at would least be fair. Like... Maybe it has to feel like knives when he's swimming. Yeah. Maybe he and just not her ever. Like you know, maybe yeah. he just has to hurt sometimes. That's I feel like Eric needs to hurt sometimes. <laughs> That's why. If we're gonna have one takeaway from today, it's that Eric needs Eric to hurt needs sometimes. To hurt. Yeah. yeah. Too uh, pretty. Too pretty. That's our last word. Uh, that's lighting bonus round. If you want to play along, go to redistribute.com/slash/next, and you can suggest games and uh, questions and comments for upcoming episodes. That is it for our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> that's where we're going to end. No, that's fine. We'll be back ending. next week. Next Just like the movie, very abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> so like many <laughs> unexplained questions. <laughs> Two Rainbow species hanging out. <laughs> I, I like cutting the compliment sandwich in half to a compliment hostata, but then it, it's hard to know where to end. But anyway, we'll end in there. It'll work. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about House, the 1977 film originally titled Houseu. Um, well, it's supposed to be pretty scary. It's supposed to be scary. And this is sponsored by <laughs> Meat Buddy Justin from Phoenix, but he would like it to be known he's sponsoring on behalf of other Meat Buddy, Ryan from Kansas City. And Justin says this, Ryan uh, has wanted you guys to do this movie for a long time. He introduced me to you and uh, has been an all-around great friend for several years. I, I've, uh, I've never seen it, so I really don't know what I'm getting you guys into. If it's terrible, you'll just have to blame Ryan. So this Your is fans are so cool. They're the sweetest. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I love it. We'll talk more about this story next week. But uh, Justin wrote uh, just a beautiful uh, letter about uh, his friendship with Ryan and how they uh, have bonded over the show. And he wants them to Guys. he wants them to buy a sponsor really an episode nice. as a present. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. That is really sweet. We really appreciate all of you, and thanks, just Matt. Just think, Matt, uh, yeah, you also Matt. might live three times as long as you already have. This might be a third life crisis. Hey, Matt, why don't you do what most middle-aged men do and start a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's not that hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard. You put a lot of work into this. <laughs> and then two people show up having done nothing but watch the film. <laughs> <laughs> two out of three of the people I ask show up. <laughs> uh, you can become a Meat Buddy and help support this uh, weird endeavor. We become slash Meat Buddies. Uh, even a small donation helps us keep this train floating down the tracks uh thank you for being here at whitney street on twitter thank you for having me as always it's a blast it's so good uh you you, you twitter more than you instagram yeah my instagram's kind of a bummer so okay <laughs> great <laughs> uh whitney street on twitter. Twitter, it is curtis you definitely tweet more i than have you Insta. so many questions about why would <laughs> well if they're your pictures <laughs> you could follow <laughs> very few I, I don't do a lot it's mostly my cat oh that's oh, okay. okay it's yeah. not just like only sad pictures yeah, like, <laughs> like just death it's so, like man death only documenting the worst moments of my life <laughs> i just felt like it's important for you all to see this uh thing. curtis cook on twitter or at curtis underscore cook on twitter yeah thank uh, you for having sure. me always fun i hope to be here every wet month <laughs> yeah, we'll have you again in a year. Uh, and also check out the Jim Jeffries program on Comedy Central. Right? Yeah. Do you want? Last time I asked you, you didn't know what day it airs. It's Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Uh, we're back. Uh, we're back a uh, couple weeks into. Uh, I don't know. Is that thir- third season? Uh, two C. 
Oh, to see. To see. Third <laughs> section of season two. Well, <laughs> congratulations, man. Uh, everybody, everybody check that show out. Uh, and you can sometimes see Curtis on it wearing his uh, real beautiful maroon tuxedo or maroon suit. Thanks, man. I bought that at a warehouse for $25. It looks good. <laughs> Thanks, All right. man. We'll, uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Splash. Splash.